and welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard, and this podcast is looking at climate change. Now, most of us know we need to take action to save our planet. And as Britain's biggest employer, the NHS makes a significant input to our carbon emissions. The health service is responsible for 4% of national carbon emissions. And the NHS has a goal to reduce emissions by 80% by 2028 to 2032 and to net zero by 2040. It's a big ambition and one that some in the health profession may see as yet another target to add to their burgeoning workload. But does it need to appear this way? What simple steps can be taken as part of daily lives and could we be better off professionally, financially and of course environmentally as a result? So joining me to discuss this is Green Champion Rachel Ames, a third-year nursing student at Bucks New University, who has a number of environmental roles and also set up the Twitter hashtag WeGoGreener with at WeStudentNurses and WeNurses Twitter accounts. It encourages students to drive change on sustainability issues. So hello and welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Hello. Hello. Thanks Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. And as we've just been discussing, we've had a few technical hitches, so <laughs> I really appreciate hearing you now, <laughs> so, which is my end. Stop. <laughs> That's a good start for a podcast, isn't it? So kicking off, can you tell me how you became a green champion? I understand it was actually from a, a personal well-being perspective. Yeah, it wasn't something that had particularly been on my radar in a big way. I was sort of aware of some climate change issues and such but uh I didn't kind of realize how much things it touched Mm -hmm. so I was on a health break from university um and I kind of needed to find an activity that occupied my mind but um was also good for my well-being um and I remember seeing a plastic pollution documentary um a few months before on the BBC Mm. and I was a bit like oh you know I think I'm a bit guilty of this but kind of put it to the back of my mind you get a bit of paralysis about where to start Mm. um so I thought well there's bound to be some sort of volunteering that I can do in that arena um and I did a beach clean uh with Marine Conservation Society Mm. and as well as helping me out well-being wise you know getting out of nature you can be as social or anti-social as you want to on these events um but I was looking around and the items I was finding I kind of took pause and I thought I'm I'm part of this problem you know I grab a meal deal and there's a plastic bottle with that and you know plastic food packaging and things um so I just thought I wanted to do bit more and make myself better in my impact that I was leaving behind mm. and that, how did how did that kind of move forward then so you so you did the the beach clean and and where did that lead then in terms of other actions um I started doing more volunteering things things that mm. were rewilding in green spaces um more litter picks river cleans um so I've just been more involved in the community. Uh, but then I wondered whether I could integrate that into my nursing, mm-hmm. um, w- which 
I've, I've been doing uh, it's difficult to do around a degree and pressures um but it's definitely something that once I complete my degree I'll be looking to do more work in yeah and, and what kind of things have you managed to do then so far around your nursing degree um on off so I've done a lot of reading and I watch things I listen to podcasts just to get my sort of general knowledge in that area going out I follow certain people on Twitter so I'm getting little snapshots of information um so a lot of learning for myself mm. uh but I started to notice um that other people were making comments that they sort of wanted to do something but they didn't know where to start and I recognized that from where I'd started mm -hmm. um and you can see like RCN Congress 2019 RCN students put down an emergency agenda for climate change mm -hmm. and it got a lot of support but it doesn't seem to progress beyond that so I, I thought there's the willingness but there's this sort of paralysis of where to start and it doesn't necessarily feel accessible to everyone so um that's where we go greener came from just trying to make it a bit more of a fun activity showing people that you can it's easier with a community there um and just basic sort of starting steps mm -hmm. and, and what kind of things have you focused on sort of perhaps via we go greener what, what kind of things do people share there was a lot of uh i think last year last year was our first year of it and it was on plastic pollution and waterways mm. um and you know people saying oh you know I've, I've got my plastic cup in my reusable cup so they feel like they're actually already doing something um mm. and I think it's that's encouraging for people to get them started um and it was lots of tips about what to do around the house um you know, someone said, oh, actually, I've got a leaky shower, so I'm going to go fix that, because mm -hmm. I didn't realise it would be wasting that much water. So, and then, you know, sort of trying to get people to engage with, with the, the systems uh, in their workplaces as well. Yeah, what, what, what are some of the simple things that, that you've done, personally? So, I've done things like, I've switched from buying shampoo and bottles to shampoo bars. Um, <laughs> I've got reusable um, bamboo wipes to take for my makeup. Um, when I go out of my car, I'm more aware of how harsh I'm braking. So I'm also safer driving and saving money whilst I'm doing this. Um, I'm looking at, have I got air in my tyres that would use less fuel? Am I pulling off? You know, I'm not rushing anywhere. Um, I'm braking more in advance for a gentle brake, so I'm not creating brake dust which is actually the biggest polluter from driving mm -hmm. um I try to meal prep so I'm not buying food on the go mm -hmm. lots of little things that actually once you get used to them they feel quite passive yeah and and how easy have they been and also have they cost you more financially I think some things there it feels like there's more of an initial outlay Mm. um so like swapping my period product um from tablets to a cup it was just like okay that's like 30 30 pounds but then compared to how much I would spend 
over the months on single use products it's actually saved me a lot of money as well mm. um and I, I don't notice the difference anymore mm. or taken out a flask of tea with me instead of popping into coffee chains that's saving me money as well yeah and also I guess reducing if you were going to get a, a takeaway cup and things and I know that's been one of the issues of the pandemic hasn't it some places are, are not accepting um keep cups are they uh yeah and it's <laughs> it's a test of willpower to ask are you taking refills and if they say no there have been a few occasions where I thought how badly do I want a coffee and I've said okay no thank you and I've left the cafe mm-hmm. um and I think that sometimes that might make someone else in that's in a queue think yeah she has a point um Mm, that's a good point that is a very good point I know um but it's the, the willpower you know I'm not yeah. perfect I mean buy coffee sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but fair enough yeah I I know there's a there's a coffee van in my local park and actually what one one person will take keep cups and the other person won't so which is understandable you know it's, it's a it's a personal choice but um yeah you have to have to kind of get the <laughs> the right one with your keep cup <laughs> yeah yeah and um of course as I mentioned in the intro we know that um nurses and and all those working in healthcare are extremely busy and have many competing priorities and not least of course a, a pandemic so what would you say are some easy steps that that nurses and, and nursing students can take in in their daily lives I know you've just been talking about some of your own but what would you kind of advise to them you know in terms of their their kind of personal and, and professional actions yeah well you know we're a, we're a reflective profession so I lean into that a lot you know mm. using those steps to examine what I'm doing what options are out there what's doable for me in that moment what might be doable in the future what I can change and how that will personally affect me um because you know we, we're human and sometimes if we don't get an initial reward we're not going to buy into it um so I look at it from that point of view of right next time I make a purchase you know am I going to take my own bag is there an option do I need to go to that shop because that option doesn't exist there I can spend another five minutes and walk up to the next market where they've got loose vegetables and things um spoken about travel ready um Mm -hmm touched on food waste by preparing my food and just you know planning for it um there's also bigger things that feel quite passive after you've done them Mm -hmm. um looking at where you bank um because some of a lot of big banks invest in fossil fuels Mm -hmm. um and that's one of the biggest problems we have um and also who you vote for um locally and um, in bigger elections as well um but then what yeah, do you say to people who, who come um campaigning or canvassing on your door do you ask them what their green policies are um <laughs> I live in a second floor flat so they tend not to be bothered to come oh, upstairs there's no lift uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get away um, but, but yeah <laughs> it, it definitely it's definitely I wasn't particularly an act- active in politics um but I think coming into nursing alone and then with this sustainability climate emergency stuff it's made me more clued into what's going on in politics Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah. And and what can nurses and nursing students do from a kind of professional perspective? So, again, I mentioned in the intro about the, the NHS targets. Um, have, have you sort of experienced some positive actions that are going on in, in the health service? And, you know, have you got any further suggestions? Um, I'll tell you, yes and no. Um, like I said, I follow certain people on Twitter, so I feel like there is a community out there that's driving for change and taking action. Mm-hmm. But personally, where I've been on placements or my places of work, I'm not seeing it. Um, so I think the key thing there is to start that conversation, um, find out who you can approach about what is your trust, what is your workplace, what is your CCG doing about um, going net zero mm-hmm. um, and just starting that conversation because someone else might feel like they want to do something but they can't do it alone and then you're, you're creating that new community for that change um, when I'm on placements you know I'm currently in an acute hospital setting mm-hmm. um, and I do quite small things um throughout the day I think you know it does save some waste you know if I'm sending a patient transferring to another ward we use the single patient use slide sheets and blood pressure cuffs um obviously a lot of them got oxygen masks as well I -hmm. make sure that goes with them on the transfer so that a new one isn't being used um and you know I let the healthcare assistants and the nurses that I'm working with know that I was like oh we'll make sure this goes with them so another one doesn't have to be used because it's a big problem and just planting that seed in there mm-hmm. and what, um, what's the reaction been to that when, when you've said that to say HTAs or, or others it, so, so sometimes you get no comment um but sometimes you get a I wouldn't think that makes much of a difference mm. or some people say oh actually that's a good point I don't pay attention enough um mm. so it does vary um but you know the people that think it's not making a difference they're the ones that you can kind of really tap into because they're on the cusp of buying mm. into it and and what, what what kind of things do you say to them when when they when they say that uh I usually say yeah but if we transfer out you know 30 patients in a day that's the 30 extra blood pressure cuffs we're using times that by a week times that by a year and you know then they I sort of go wide and they see where you're coming from Mm. and you know (laughs) it shouldn't be but money talks it saves the trusts or the area money when we do things like this um Mm -hmm. not Mm. everything actually costs more to be greener Mm. I think that's a really good point because often people do think that it does cost more don't they and I think you've just shown you know clinically you 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 can do it and save money have have you had um any other or do you have any other tips in in terms of sort of actions you can take you know in a healthcare perspective to to sort of save save the environment and save money yeah um on the biggest scale of things obviously we've that there have been a lot of um areas that have switched to remote consultations and things um 
I think that certainly does have its place and it's more accessible for some people and it's reducing travel. But I just think letting those higher up know that the workforce is behind having change um, and that they're not going to massively resist change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important because and people will hold back from starting a project if they think, oh, there's going to be a resistance. Mm. And how how easy or, or difficult have, have you found that, particularly taking it on as a nursing student? Um, so I've only had two placements since um, I came involved in this stuff. Um, uh, one of them was at GP surgery. So I asked if they did any green or blue prescribing and I was like, what? Um, mm-hmm. And I tried talking to them about it. Um, and, it, you know, that there was zero interest in it. Um, so I thought, okay. You know, they were doing little things there, like recycling and such. Mm. Um, but that was, you know, that was definitely a knockback. Um, and the one I'm on currently, I've asked for a insight day. You know, I said, if we've got a sustainability team, I can have an insight day with. And mm. I got, mm, I don't know that we have one. I said, you, de- you definitely do. <laughs> um, and as the answer was, oh, we're not very green here anyway, so you wouldn't be doing anything. That's just, uh, (laughs) um, and I think there's a bit of, still people aren't seeing how valuable it is to student nurses to learn about it, and they're not making the connection um, between health impacts and well-being and um, achieving, how it achieves net zero, how it affects patient outcomes and public health I, I think those puzzle pieces haven't come together yet um, mm-hmm. you know hopefully as greener NHS gets further into the project those that part of the picture will start to come together for people um, and the community will grow mm-hmm. and also the the fact that there's been you know quite a movement as well from from nursing students is obviously you know a, a, a positive driver as, as the future workforce as well isn't there I know you've had quite a lot of traction on your your hashtag and a number of um uh, tweet chats as well yeah um yeah it was, it was nice to see the hashtag being used outside of the event I didn't I didn't expect that um and then I you know I was getting people direct messaging me or we student nurse saying oh I've I, I've changed my guinea pigs bedding to reusable bedding oh, um, really? or things like that. And it's just things that you really wouldn't think of. And people are like, do you know what? I actually thought I'm throwing this away. Do I need to throw it away? And they've gone away and they've done research and they're really excited by it. And, you know, when you celebrate the wins like that, it, it you know, I've said, oh, yeah, share it. Um, you, you're going to drive more people to, to join in. Mm. And, and you're finding that because, you know, things things like that that are a bit different are, are going to attract interest, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, you know, so I was oh, you know, I've, I've switched to a different razor so I don't have to throw away the whole thing all the time. I'm like, cool, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, even things like that, I've then gone in and gone, is my razor the best possible razor I can use to reduce waste? You know, mm. it, it is having that conversation and making other people think. 
Yeah, exactly. Thought provoking. And and also you've you've proven as well that, you know, it, it it's not while it's a very serious issue, it's not all it's not all kind of boring. You can you can make it fun as well. And now you you were saying you've done some um litter picking via paddle boarding, which I know is a very popular activity now, isn't it? Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, so that's um with Planet Patrol. Um and And who sorry, who's Planet Patrol? Yes, that's a charity, Planet Patrol. Um, they set up following finding a, a lot of plastic waste. Mm -hmm. um, when the founder, she travelled the UK on a paddleboard and she started documenting what she was finding and where. Um, so it's now an app to capture that data that's used in research. Um, but they do things like paddleboarding litter picks yoga and then a litter pick, cycling and litter pick. Um, and, you know, for me, I wouldn't be able to access paddleboarding without doing this because it's actually free. Um, so, you know, that, that was one of the best things I did for my well-being. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm now a community guardian. So I've got mm -hmm. the equipment. I just need to get organised and organise litter picks in my own local area. And then that data will be going towards research, which is we need research to add to the change upstream yeah so tell me how that works then with the um the guardian role so it was quite new and it started sort of like just before covid hit um <laughs> and obviously we, we we lost the ability to be able to go out in community groups and things like that um but you can search for these on Facebook. There's mm -hmm. people in different regions that will be setting up local litter picks. Um, and you go out volunteering, um, you get a litter picker, you get gloves, you get buckets to collect what you find in. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, towards the end of the session, you're going to sort out what litter you've got, um, crisp packets, bottles, cans, plastic fragments um and also and you take pictures of it and it's geotagged but you also capture the brands so we can see which brands are um having an impact on the amount of litter around and then yeah that 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 goes up to I think it's Nottingham yeah, I, I shouldn't have said where it goes off to because I have no idea um, but it goes <laughs> off to a university yeah <laughs> I think it has been yeah um, I'm sure we can look it up <laughs> so that's good yeah uh, yeah and they're using it for for research they're using the data for research to send to these companies um to push for change and changes we've seen is using uh photo capture of bags for life um shops like the co-op have now mm. stopped selling them um, because the impact of bags to life that are actually used as single use, it, it, they've got a bigger carbon imprint than normal plastic bags. Mm. So we've been able to prove that these are getting thrown away um, as litter through these events. Mm -hmm. that's really interesting yeah because people often think well we all think we're doing the right thing by those bags for life but yeah that's um that's that's certainly I mean they're good if they are reused yeah lot. yeah um, but yeah you know I forget mine 
quite often you know yeah. like I said I'm not perfect um mm-hmm. and and yeah. Sort of, yeah so so talking about about change what do you feel needs to change in the NHS from an environmental perspective and I'm thinking sort of practically I know you've mentioned some examples there I mean what what could come in from a, a policy point of view um I think looking at supply chains is um definitely one of the biggest things um are the vehicles that are being used do they need to be diesel petrol or can they be electric um I know some places are looking at changing patient transport fleets over to electric mm-hmm. um is there perhaps room for shuttle buses from town instead of people driving into the hospital um is there good bicycle uh storage that's secure um and then systemically because if i go in on a drugs round and i've only got the small plastic pots to use rather than the paper ones that's all i've got to use Mm. um And there's also things like the masks, the face masks we're using in COVID. Um, Do all settings need single-use ones? Um, Or can they use ones that are surgical grade, but are washable? Um, They're out there. Maybe places don't know that they're available. Maybe they think that staff won't feel safe with them or you know it could be a million reasons why people don't want to do the change um Mm. and it's just getting information out there um Mm. and using skills that we have as nurses such as brief intervention what map finding out what matters to people making it person-centered to them about what changes they can make as well And I know also the issue of, of gloves has come up in the pandemic, hasn't it? We we published um, pieces on this, you know, about it more being an emphasis on, you know, good hand hygiene rather than, you know, use of, of gloves. And that's obviously a, a big um, environmental input, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and like you said, that's a change from policy. You know, if it's from the board, such as Public Health England, stating a minimum standard of PPE being used then that's what you have to do um policy wise uh something that I find very difficult um because to me it goes against certain bits of evidence um but at the same time you you've got to do what your workplace is expecting you to do um and if you feel that you are able to question it with evidence do that mm-hmm. do question it mm-hmm. I just but before I sort of move on to my final question I just wanted to ask you something from a university perspective do you think universities are, are doing better than healthcare settings environmentally um it's difficult to say because um I'm not very involved with the sort of students' unions event side of my university. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that, you know, we have 
sustainability area of the students union we have a green society um, and we do have links with um, Chiltern Rangers who go out in see into the Chilterns um, in the local green spaces and they do litter picks and gardening rewilding and things like that so the activities are there um, but there's also things that I feel that universities can do a lot more so mm. normally on freshers you see a lot of I don't know pens little bits, bits of plastic plastic mm. um plastic sunglasses with the branding on them um tote bags that are very cheap and are going to fall apart very quickly um and the the, the branded pens come in individual plastic sleeves um so you know that with, with the pens it would be a case of right into the supplier saying we well, can stop buying these pens from you if you put them in plastic, individual plastic sleeves mm. um and i think you know there's enough competition out there that some of these places will listen mm. Mm. that's interesting because that would probably the same i imagine is also true for um healthcare conferences you know there's a, there's a lot of free stuff isn't there that's given away um more back yeah. in the day when they used to be more in person but yeah yeah, I think that's the hardest thing for me. Um, people on Twitter always say like Rachel and her pens, um, but I thought I think now if I go to a conference, I wouldn't take the free pens. I wouldn't take the free yeah. lanyard. Um, and I've questioned it before that I got given highlighters that were in individual sort of packets and things, and I was just like, why? yeah <laughs> it's strange actually you do, do you wonder why what is the point <laughs> so it's like is it going to suddenly leak or something and is that such a big deal but mm. <laughs> so, so I wanted to uh, to end by asking you if um you can um tell me and also listeners you know sort of what what are three simple steps which you know we can all start with you know so people probably listening to this will think yeah you know I agree with this you know obviously they listen to it if they're interested in the topic and um you know but be looking for ways in which they can make you know a small difference um I think first of all don't see it as making a small difference because mm -hmm. if you if you go ahead and you want to make that change um and some and 10 other people are also making that small change multiply that and it is a big becomes a big movement so you know everything that you do does matter um and I think the starting point for me was to accept that it was going to be a learning curve mm -hmm. um that I was going to make quote-unquote mistakes um uh, you know it definitely wasn't a linear journey uh sometimes I do have to except that my lifestyle or my workload doesn't allow for me to be as green as I would want to um so sometimes I don't meal prep sometimes you know I wake up late and I could cycle to work but I've got to drive because I'm late um except that you're not perfect mm -hmm. um so in that you, you you've got to look after yourself climate anxiety um is 
it's to me it's, it is a real thing that's what makes people pause you don't know where to start uh, it feels very overwhelming so definitely take care of yourself um but yeah, i just think just do some reading about it and find out what's doable for you um there's some great resources out there and people say oh you know switching from a plastic from a single use cup isn't going to make the difference but it is and it's addictive to be making these changes so it does snowball but if you try to tackle everything at once it's just it's not likely to work um so find a community as well because that's where a lot of the ideas that I have come from you know you can have conversations you can offload it's where I get my information from you can bounce ideas around um and when you feel like you're not making a difference you can see that you're part of a bigger picture mm-hmm Mm. are there any communities you'd recommend in addition to obviously your we go greener hashtag on twitter (laughs) yeah so uh greener nhs have a online community now that you can join Mm. um and then i would just take a look around and see you know if you're a student what your university has what societies they have what activities they're doing um and then places like obviously see if planet patrols in your area um or consider being a community guardian for them if there's no activities on in your area um i you know you can ask your local library if there's any lissapic groups and stuff like that where you are um they're a great resource for community events um yeah just look and find what's out there you know i literally googled river cleans in london and i came across thames 21 mm. so and if there isn't something what's stopping you from starting something mm, mm, absolutely yeah well thank you very much rachel um i think that's that's certainly um given lots of inspiration um well to me and and hopefully those listening too and um of course in between uh, the babbling <laughs> Oh no, that's probably just me. Don't worry. <laughs> so, and also, um, people can can follow you. Um, t- tell us your uh, Twitter handle as well. Well, now you're asking. It's at Rachel underscore a underscore. And that's I'm it. definitely double checking this as I say it. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll I'll add it in the show notes, so that's perfect. But of course, um, you're you're active on We Go Greener, aren't we? So so people can follow follow your your activities there. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much. And um, yes, uh, good luck with with all your your ventures here. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And thank you very much for listening. Just a reminder that all the resources connected with this episode of the show can be found at rcni.com forward slash podcast, where you can also catch up on any episodes you may have missed or simply want to play back. And we greatly appreciate any feedback, so please do rate or review us on Apple or Spotify podcasts, which will also help other people to find us. I hope you enjoyed the show.